Hello, and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen. Yes. Tim, it's a new month. It's a new chapter in our book of life. Yeah. It the also, book of life. The it, book of Eli. It also, excuse me, means we're reading a new book. I'm reading a new book. It's my turn to read. Hey, scoot over. I'm reading. Scoot over, everybody. Tom learned to read. <laughs> Tom, uh-huh. there's been a lot of controversy. It's not been... <laughs> it's been on everybody's mind. The Lord of the Flies book that you read, uh-huh. the, the series that we did, the mini-series, uh, you claim to have read the book Lord of the Flies. Mm-hmm. Now, it's come to my attention that you did not read that book. You listen to the audiobook. I listen to the audiobook for one of our episodes. Uh how many of our episodes? One, maybe two, maybe one and a half. But I read the book for the rest. And listening on audio is the same as reading, Tim. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> reading. I also think that you think because I read that on a Kindle it's not the same either. Um I asked you to buy every copy that that we buy all the books. <laughs> you asked me to buy every copy of in every bookstore I could find. You wanted to create a scarcity, and then we would sell the books. Exactly. Is that such a a, a terrible? I think you plan? really are overestimating how many Patreon subscribers we have, Tim. <sighs> this thing's bigger than Patreon. It's bigger than both of us, Tom. Anyway. Are you reading this book properly, yeah, I, or are I, you listening to a, a celebrity read it to you? No, I look. It wasn't a. Well, again, you think it was William Goldsmith, the drummer of the Foo Fighters. We're not supposed to be talking about this. Time. <laughs> um, no, and actually, I bought the ebook of this electronic book. Yeah, and the formatting was not to my liking. How so? Um, Too many words, so I just downloaded the audio. No, it had like uh, like extra spaces after paragraphs. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. after a line break, it had a line break. Yeah. So I didn't like it, so I just went and bought the- uh, Were there uh, two spaces after a period? Too? No, no. Luckily, it didn't go that yeah. far. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't like it, so I just went and bought the paperback. Um, and that's what I'm reading. Okay. You can check my bookmark if you want. I would like to. The bookmark's the receipt from the store. What store? The Strand. When did you buy this book? Uh, Monday. Now, is that true? Yeah. Because you had a tweet today. Tuesday. Oh, I bought it Tuesday, but I had a tweet today about the bookstore. It was based on my experience from yesterday. So you saved that tweet about somebody taking a phone call in the bookstore that wasn't in the moment? You remembered that a day later and was like, I got a tweet about I that? I maybe put it in my drafts. Maybe? Maybe. No, I put it in my drafts <laughs> in my mind and I tweeted that the next day. All right. There's a lot of this story that doesn't add up. I think you've been lying to me. <laughs> about what? About buying? Why would I lie about that? Um, why would you lie about reading the book when you just listened to the I book I didn't last lie. Time? I said I listened to the book. Tom, you, you didn't read... A word of Lord of the Flies. No, I did read because the the narration was going too slow, so oh. I did switch over to reading. Okay. But it was the ebook. Anyway, we <laughs> no, got that out of the way. What are what are you reading this month? I'm reading, and then there were none by Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie. Agatha Agatha Christ. I would I would 
if I was her agent, I would, because in the book, on the book, on the cover, it says the Queen of Mystery. Ooh. I would change it, Agatha, the Queen of Mystery, Agatha Christery. No, that sounds like history. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. The Queen of Mystery, Agatha Mystery. Yeah, Agatha Mystery. <laughs> then everybody would know. Oh, of course she's the Queen of Mystery. It's right there in and the she name. she should wear a hat with a question mark on it. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe she did. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about her. Um, Tom, is this the original name of the book? <laughs> no, it's not the original name of the book. The original name of the book is not politically correct or... Not even... Or, no, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, the PC well, police won't let us say the name of this well, book. I would say... It has a racial slur in it. Yeah. The, the th it is offensive. And then there was none as the third name. The name before this was uh, Ten Little Indians. Right. Uh, which is referring to Native Americans, not uh, Indians from right, India. Right. So that's not politically correct. But then the name before that, yeah, just has yeah. has the N word in it. Here's the thing: it's Don't ten Google little it. N words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is the name of it. Right. Uh, so yeah, I did not get that version of the book. I got a more up to date <laughs> version that says, and then there were none on the cover, so I could read it on the subway. Right. It's amazing that this book still has a life. Yeah. Uh, considering. Well, uh, I, I mentioned this to you offline, but uh, I was recently reading a an analysis of uh, the movie The Predator, as I do. Right. Um, and it uh, explained The Predator as being... Uh, the movie The Predator. The movie The Predator yeah. starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as being kind of like a, like a version of And Then There Were None. And I was like, What? Oh, now I got to read it. Yeah. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger in the book yet? Not yet. He might uh, maybe have like a post-credit cameo, I'm right. thinking. Uh, this is, but this is in the Predator universe, we assume. <laughs> I mean, until I'm given reason to believe otherwise, right. yeah. Um, so the way it's similar is that there's a whole lot of characters, and presumably the characters are getting killed off one by one until then. By a none. Predator. By a, yeah. But whether it's the Predator, we won't know until the last page. Right. So the book starts, it starts with chapter one. You just made a, a noise like this, Predator. You went, ch -ch -ch. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's not that noise the Predator makes. <laughs> no, I didn't like that noise. That's a noise the Predator makes when he's hungry. Do you mind if I don't wear these headphones? It's not in any of the movies. It's, it's only in the uh, the comics. <laughs> You've learned about what what he sounds like when he's hungry. Um, so we start kind of like jumping around different characters. The first character is Justice Wargrave. Justice oh. Wargrave? Yeah. Well, What is this? Justice is his title. Oh, uh, he's a judge? He's a recently retired judge. He's taking a train to the seaside town. Can I ask you something? Uh-huh. Don't you think once you retire, like doctors shouldn't be allowed to go, be called doctors anymore? Uh, once the president isn't a president anymore, stop calling him president. Once the predator is not the predator anymore. The predator, hey, you're a predator, predator, you're a predator for, for life. That's true. Unless you can't you, get out of yeah, it. Yeah, you blow yourself up if you yeah. if you lose. All right, sorry. Justice War Horses. Wargrave. Uh, Wargrave. He, he's, uh, he's heading, he's on a train, but then he's going to catch a boat to Indian Island. Where's Indian Island? Uh, I think it's off the coast of England. Okay. Um, where you, was Agatha Christie from? England. 
Yeah? I we think. know this for a fact? Not for a fact, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. Did you do any research about the book beyond... Uh, beyond reading it? No. Was confirming it? that uh, the <laughs> N-word was in the title so that you were like, okay, well, I'll, I'll give it a no, shot. No, because, you know, I was like, rather than doing any research, what's the best research there is? Reading a book. That's true. That's... What used to be the only way you could do research, the, or you could talk to somebody. If you were studying the Civil War in like the 1870s, you could ask somebody, hey, "What was the Civil War like?" And they'd be like, "Well, yeah. I was alive. Yeah. I fought in it, brother it. against brother." Suck shit. Yeah, <laughs> it does seem like it sucked shit. Yeah, yeah, it seems like a real bad war. I wouldn't have fought in it. <laughs> no, I would have stayed up here. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, uh, so he's heading to Indian Island. You know why the Civil War actually happened? It's because we paid a lot of money for that land and they left and like everybody in the North was like, no, we paid for those states. Oh, the Southern states. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, don't look, we don't care. You, you, you jerks. I mean, it was the slavery thing too. They were like, it's enough. They're like, oh, so that's not cool. Yeah. But then they were also like, we, we, Give us our money back on yeah. this. Uh, yeah, like, you can't just, just leave. leave. Yeah, it's like if you uh, adopt a dog or buy a dog, and then the dog's like, hey, I'm going <laughs> to oh, leave man. now. It's like you can't just go live on your own. I paid for you. Yeah, you got to pay back all that yeah. uh, for all that kibble. Yeah, the adoption yeah. fee. Anyway, uh, so uh, Justice Wargrave, he's heading to Indian Island. He's thinking about Indian Island. Uh, it's a mysterious place that... Uh, uh, Mr. Owen purchase. Mr. Owen? Yeah. Uh, it was a mysterious character. We'll learn to find out. Um, people have suggested is that. He, is he just going like this? Man, I don't, I don't have an Owen Wilson impression, but I was going to do an Owen Wilson impression. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I got an island. Um, uh, people have suggested that a film star or a member of the royal family owns the island. Uh, he's like looking at the letter. Prince Harry, hopefully. <laughs> no, this is like before Prince Harry's time. There was probably an earlier Prince Harry at some point, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, so yeah, the letter, th- so the letter inviting him there was signed by a friend of his, an old friend, Constance Colmington. Ooh, she sounds pretty. Uh, who he has not seen in eight years. Uh, and he thinks, ah, Constance is just the kind of woman that would buy a place like that. On the same train as Vera Claythorne. Uh, she's also thinking about her invitation. She's been hired as a secretary for Una Nancy Owen, the wife of the island's owner. Uh, she's thinking she's real lucky. She's thinking she's real lucky because she was just involved in a coroner's inquest into someone's death. Uh, she was cleared of blame. But Hugo Hamilton, the man she loved, thought she was guilty. The fuck is all this, Tom? Am There's I supposed to keep so track of this? Much, Tim. There are, I think, ten characters introduced in the first chapter. All right, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to boil these down a little bit yeah. more easily. For so me. she she's the the what's her name? Constance uh, Vera Clay. Vera. Okay, I'll remember that because that's Norm's wife on Cheers. Yeah, Vera was hired as Mr. There's Owens. Justice Warhorse Vera. <laughs> Claythorne. Uh, and Peterson. V- Vera was uh, hired as uh, the wife's secretary. Okay. Mr. Uh, Owen's wife. Yes. But, Owen Wilson's wife. But um, 
Uh, wow. But she she's like, oh, this is good because I couldn't get work because, you know, they thought I murdered a guy. What? Uh, yeah. That's why I just explained to you. And, and her Tom, her you were like reading off of a. Are you reading the Cliff Notes? Uh, I'm reading this from the Spark Notes okay. that I had to put in because there are too many characters. Okay, all right. who else is there? Uh, oh, but yeah. So she's like not. She's fleeing. She she's not fleeing, but she couldn't get work. She was found not guilty, but her boyfriend was like, "Yeah, I think you did it." So she's like, "Great, my boyfriend." I'll kill thought, you too. <laughs> my boyfriend thought I did it, yeah. and I can't get work. She's a regular, uh, what's her face situation? Yes, a hundred percent. You're right. Are you? Do you know what I'm talking (laughs) about? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Who's the the lady that uh, was accused of killing her roommate in uh, Italy? Oh yeah, the the. uh, Do you think she did it? Uh no, I watched that documentary. I don't think she did. I read a very sensationalist book about her though. (laughs) Okay, what What is her name? what, What did the Italian paparazzi call her? I mean, if I knew her name, I'd, we, we'd get No, there. it was something that didn't even have anything to do with her name. Anyway. Italian. So th- she's like, great. I'll take any Murder job. Um, case. <laughs> I mean, Google quietly. Uh, uh, she thinks of the sea and of swimming after someone in particular, knowing she would not reach them. Amanda in. Knox. Yeah. Foxy Knoxy. Foxy Knoxy. This is a, a it terrible. It did have something to do with her name. It's a it's a terrible terrible story. Yeah, she was pretty foxy though. She was pretty uh, pretty. Yeah, I think she something something's up there, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Look, Tim, we got eight other characters to get through. We can't talk about Foxy Noxy. We'll have to solve that crime another time. All right, you work on, and then there were none. I'll work on Foxy Noxy <laughs> over here. Um, she, she's looking at a man thinking he looks well-traveled. Who is? Uh, Vera. Okay. And it's Philip Lombard. He finds Vera attractive. Philip Lombardi. Uh, is he going to Monster Island too? Presumably. Uh, he, no, yes. He has been hired for a mysterious job on Indian Island and is being paid well for it because he has a reputation as a good man in a tight place. He's ne- he's never met his employer. Someone named Isaac Morris hired him. Uh, but he's looking forward to it. Uh, in another part of the train, Emily Brent sits up straight. Um, Emily uh, Blunt, more like it. She's right? very. Con- she's a conservative religious woman who holds much of the world in contempt. Okay. Uh, she's been invited there on a holiday by. How someone... many of these people are going to be dead by the time our? I think episode all is of them. Until... No, but, but this episode. Oh, is over. one. Okay. Um. Don't tell me who. I'd and like then to there guess. were one dead. Once it, once you get to the end, I'll guess who dies <laughs> okay. first. Uh, uh, so she's super religious and uptight. She thinks she's been invited there uh, by somebody she shared a guest house with. Uh, she decided to accept. If you got an invitation from someone that you're not sure, she the, couldn't read the signature and was just like, "Oh, I think maybe that's somebody I know." It must uh, I guess be a I'll sign go. from God. That's what she thought. <laughs> well, I think also there's like I think in the 20s or 30s when everything was real boring. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll go on a train. Uh, that's, and, that's literally the most <laughs> exciting thing I could do. Oh, I forget. It's in my other notes, but there's somebody who's like complaining about how much trains suck. And I was like, hey. Hey, I hope you die first. <laughs> uh, and then there's General MacArthur. He's taking a slower train there. That's a real guy. <laughs> I think it's a different one. Uh. Uh, he has been invited and promised that some of his friends will be there to talk 
Talk about old times. Talk about war. Oh, uh, it's like, uh, hey, uh, but the war? He's, sucked. Wor- he's worried that people avoid him because of a 30-year rumor, but he doesn't explain mm. in his own head what All that right. rumor he's is. Gonna, he's not going to die yet because we're going to learn more about this rumor. Dr. Armstrong's driving there. He's been uh, asked to report on the condition of Mr. Owen's ailing wife. He is a wealthy and successful medical man. But as he drives, he reflects on the good luck that enabled his career to survive an incident that happened some years before when he drank heavily. Did you read the book or are you just... Yeah, because I know what it was that mm-hmm. that uh, uh, he's thinking about. Okay. I learned it already. So the first chapter... I'm not done. No, 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 no. Two more people. Okay. Uh, Dr. Arm... Uh, I explain. Uh, a sports car goes past him. That's uh, Tony Marston. He's rich and handsome. He's carefree. He's got a sports car. What year is this? Uh, 30s, maybe. Okay. And then Mr. Bloor. A, f- a guy named Mr. Bloor. A former detective and another guest. He's taking a, uh, another train, three trains now. Uh, he has a list of names of all the guests, and he's reading them over. Uh, and reflecting that his job is going to be easy. His only company on the train is an old man who warns him that a storm is coming and a day of judgment is near. Uh, as the man gets off, uh, uh, yeah, he says like some ominous shit. Uh, chapter two. Okay, so chapter one was just like, here's a bunch of people. Here's a bunch of people. They're all on a train. They're all already, they've gotten invites from various people to come to this island. And the island is like in the news, like in the tabloids, because it's like, who lives there? Like, I think a star used to own it, but it's been sold to a mystery person. So there was like rumors about like, what, who's, whoever's there super rich, but nobody knows exactly who it is. Hey, Tom, bad news. Uh, you've done a shit job so far um, because this is the first episode of a new thing. You haven't announced to anybody, number one, that this book has won, that this is the book that you'll be reading. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I said, and then there was none by Agatha Christie. Well, And then there were none, first of all. <laughs> and then there um, was none. And second of all, when when did you say that? Where did you say that? In the beginning. When no, I was no, talking no, no. about buying the book. No, no, you got to tell the Patreon people uh, beforehand. I'm going to post people it. People want to- It's already up. People are- laughing at you right now because they're like uh tim it's right on the patreon so a day before we re- we, we released this episode <laughs> and how many chapters are you reading today four four okay. chapters right. the well, first i didn't four. know that How's i'm the reading listeners? the first four too <sighs> uh so the trains pull in there's two taxis waiting some people uh take them uh, there's like a little bit of a, like the, one of the taxi drivers is like, ah, there's another train coming in. So does I, everybody know that everybody else is going to this Island? They, they figure that out as they're like at the taxi stand or okay. whatever. Uh, but then the taxi driver is like, I can't take all of you. There's actually another train. Taxi drivers like this. You talking to me? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, well, it was before that time. <laughs> so he's like, ah, we gotta wait for the other train. Uh, one person needs to stay behind. Um, so that happens. Uh, a man named Fred Narakat ferries a group. Enough, enough names. Uh, so they, they all go to the island and they're like, oh, this is weird, huh? Like, uh, and they all slowly realize. How long is the journey to the island? Do we, it's just do like we a little sense? motorboat, like okay. not far, I think. Um, and then they all realize like, oh, none of us know the person that invited us. This is weird. Yeah. 
And uh, yet all of us came. Yeah. Uh, well, it, <laughs> what it, a dumb book. Well, but then they're probably all like, well, I mean, Fuck I, this book. I mean, I was bored as shit. Yeah, so it's the twenties or whatever. <laughs> um, it's whatever decade it is. And it's boring as shit. <laughs> when they get there, they're greeted by the butler. Guess who the butler is? Jeeves. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy from TV. <laughs> yeah. And his wife, Mrs. Rogers. <laughs> and she's the cook. <laughs> Classic. She's the cook and housekeeper. Uh, Mr. Rogers is like, oh, Mr. Owen's been delayed, but, you know, make yourselves at home, everybody. Mm-hmm. They all have their own rooms. Vera finds a room, well appointed, a statue of a bear. Ooh. Uh, oh, but she. How re- big is this estate? I think it's like huge. It's like mm-hmm. a mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, she recognizes a nursery rhyme on the wall. <laughs> this is where we get into some trouble, huh? And it's ten little Indians killed one by one. The first chokes, the second never wakes up, and so forth until none is left alive. Uh, she's like, oh, I don't think that's very uh, appropriate. Is that what ten little Indians is? Yeah. I could read you the poem. I'd have to go get the book. I'd rather not. <laughs> and then she's just like, ah, oh, looking at the sea or whatever. Uh, Dr. Armstrong gets there. <laughs> Most of the time, I imagine, back then, people just looked at the sea. <laughs> just tried to zone out. Yeah, what's on tonight? The sea. <laughs> um, Maybe we'll listen to Little Orphan Annie and then look at the sea. <laughs> nah, we don't get a reception out here. I guess we'll look at the sea. Uh, Dr. Armstrong gets there, and uh, uh, he passes Wargrave, and he remembers giving medical testimony in front of Wargrave once, uh, once or twice, actually, and r- recalls that Wargrave had a reputation of a reputation of convincing juries to convict. So Wargrave's like you know a real yeah. jerk judge. Yeah. Uh, they talk. He might have been like that judge that sold kids to the jail. Yeah, uh, they talk, and Wargrave asks Armstrong about Constance Culmington, uh, you know the the woman who invited him. And uh, uh, he's like, oh, nobody by that name's invited here. Uh, so then they're like, oh, that's weird. I guess I was led here under false, false pretenses. False pretenses. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say unseen circumstances. <laughs> I mean, that too, I guess. Uh, Marston takes a bath. Bloor ties his tie. Um, <laughs> that's, that's All right. Uh, uh, Bloor's going to die, uh, right? Bu- Bloor's going to be the guy that dies first. A right? bunch of stuff happens. Then they all go down to dinner. They have a very nice dinner, and that now they're finally like getting relaxed. They notice a set of ten china figures of Indians sitting on the center of the table and associate it with the rhyme. They're like, "Oh, look at that!" Tom, let me ask you something. Uh huh. If this book was originally called Ten Little N Words, uh huh, did they switch out when they switched it to Ten Little? Oh, Indians? I don't know. I'll find that out by next week. Okay. Um, you know, you, you, yeah, you could you could understand the question that I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, because if it was, I mean, Indian yeah. is offensive, but not as offensive yeah. as the N word. So yeah. I would understand that. Anyway, uh, uh, dinner's over. They go to the drawing room as everybody does. Yeah, what do they do there? Draw. There's nude. Oh, models. Nice. M- multiple. To- yeah, there's something for everyone. Yeah, a bowl of fruit for the <laughs> <Yeah>. prudes. <laughs> for the yeah, for the asexual. <laughs> no, the, the people who draw nude figures are doing it to get off. Well, speak for yourself, pal. Uh, I think they don't even generally draw draw the genitalia. What, Tim? I took a nude drawing class in college, and all I drew was the genitalia. It was photorealistic by the Wait, time I was done. Wait, you took a nude drawing yeah. class? Yeah. 
I mean, it was a drawing class, but there were nude models. How often? How many times? How many times were there nude models? Yeah. Uh, three or four, probably. Men or women? Uh, both. Wow. The There was an old man this one time, though, and oh, that was not nice because he did not adhere to, like, the uh, norms. <laughs> <laughs> what norms? So the norms were that, like, a model would, like, everybody would get on their easel and, like, a model would come out and they would... Uh, be wearing like a big bathrobe, right? And then they I've would, seen sitcoms, and then they would disrobe. Everybody would go hubba hubba, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh. get it out of your system. Yeah, fifteen minutes later, everybody's yeah. And then like once with this... their horse throats <laughs> are ready to take out their pencils and start drawing. Yeah, we all pick our jaws up <laughs> off the ground. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, uh, you know, once it's once the, the teacher was like, all right, everybody, you know, we're going to take a break, the model would put their uh, their robe back on. Oh, this guy was just, like, lounging around, like, Not only trying was to he talk lounging to people, around, like, leaning on your easel, being like, so what's your deal? Not only was he lounging around, when, when like, he got up to model, he, he wasn't wearing a robe. He just took all of his clothes off in front of us. Mm, <laughs> it's very, yeah. this guy, his balls. Were so <laughs> he, like, long. methodically. Oh God, I don't want to hear about his balls. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> all right, Mister Bloor tied his tie. <laughs> uh, they have dinner. It's a nice dinner. They yeah. all retire to the drawing room. Uh, everybody but Mrs. Rogers is there. Um, the butler's and, wife. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the whole group hears a disembodied mechanical voice out of nowhere. Can and, you do what it says? Um. Yeah, so it accuses each of them of murder, like, in in line. It's like, you know, uh, it, it reads their entire names. Uh, was, all right, let me switch over to the names here. Uh, so it's like, Judge Lawrence Wargrave, you are responsible for the death of, you know, Tim on, on, on June 1st, 1936. Vera Claythorne, you are res- you murdered. So sometimes he's like you're responsible, but then sometimes it's like you murdered. Oh wow! Or like you let. So- Did Vera actually murder somebody? I forget know? what she was accused of. She was re- accused of murder. Oh, Her boyfriend right. said it. Yeah. Um. So sometimes the voice is like you're responsible. Sometimes the voice is like you murdered. Sometimes it's like you let this person die. Uh. But all of them. I'm wondering, is there any, could they get me? <laughs> could they get me on these charges? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I don't think I have anything. So, I mean, it could have been nicer to people. So then the voice uh, uh, just goes, uh, just like goes quiet. And they're all like, well, that was weird. Um, no, they're all shocked and angry. Uh, and Mrs. Rogers, who was standing outside the room, faints. And Mr. Rogers, uh, you know, is like, oh, I know what will help her, brandy. So he goes and gets some brandy. Everybody's looking for the the where the hell this voice came from. Right. Lombard finds like an adjoining room with, I think, like a fake wall. It was kind of hard to understand what was going on, but there was a gramophone in there. Uh, grandma's telephone. <laughs> he turns it on and like, oh, there's the record uh, again. Uh, uh, Mrs. Rogers says, uh, I think it's Mrs. Rogers. Um, 
or no, maybe it was Mr. Rogers. She fainted. I think she's still fainted. Yeah, she is. Mr. Rogers is like, oh, I put that gramophone on. Uh, I was told by the boss who I've never met. Uh, once everybody's in the drawing room, put this nice gramophone on. Right. And he thought it was going to be. And like everybody would start dancing. Yeah. Uh, but the the record was entitled Swan Song. Oh. Mrs. Rogers comes to Dr. Armstrong helps her to bed. People pour themselves drinks. Everybody drinks a lot in this. Yeah. Um, it's like a reality show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, man, imagine the Bachelor one season was like this, where it's like oh they got God, all that these. That would be the best show on television. And they television. were just like, uh, like uh, Ashlyn <laughs> the Summers, you murdered your boyfriend. And yeah. she'd be like, no, I did. I, did. I could have stopped it. Yeah. yeah. Megalyn <laughs> Sanders, you uh, uh, gave your friend an eating disorder. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they all, they all, now they really all open up about their invitations and everything. And all of them are like super defensive. Like I didn't yeah. kill that. Per- I don't even know who that person is. Um, ju- you're right. Likely story. Well, so just judge Wargrave, he like kind of takes charge and he, he's a very perceptive guy. He's like, Mr. Bloor, you were not mentioned. However, there was a Mr. Davis mentioned ah. and there's no Mr. Davis here. Uh, and Bloor's like, yeah, that was that's me. Uh, I was hired via the mail as as a private detective to protect the jewels of uh, of uh, Miss Mrs. Owen, who is uh, you know in here's my letter. Uh, it's from Mrs. U N Owen, and Wargrave figures out U N Owen unknown. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, a, hom- a homicidal maniac invited us here. I thought it was, uh, never mind. Uh, chapter four. Now they're all talking about the accusations. Uh, Wargrave was accused of killing a man named Edward Seton. Says Seton was accused, an accused murderer on whom he passed sentence. So he sentenced him to death. Um, uh, and he was innocent. Uh, I mean, not. Wargrave says he wasn't. Huh. Uh, Armstrong remembers the case because he's a doctor, and he recalls that everybody felt sure Senton would be acquitted, but Wargrave influenced the jury, mm, which we found out, right. with, and they found him guilty. Vera, accused of killing Cyril Hamilton, tells the group she was his governess, and he drowned while swimming to a rock. What's a governess? Uh, like a nanny? Uh, so this is a Phil Collins situation. Yeah. He drowned while swimming to a rock. Uh, she tried her best. McCarth- uh, imagine they brought him all into the drawing room and they just heard, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. They would be blown away hearing that. They'd never heard drums yeah. like that. People in the uh, 80s had never heard drums like that, yeah. so let alone. No, this was too early. The, the, everybody would have died. Imme- yeah, they would have died immediately. <laughs> the book would have just ended there. Um uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. uh, MacArthur accused of killing his wife's lover, Arthur Richmond, says Richmond was one of his officers who died on a routine reconnaissance mission. Uh, and he denies that his wife ever, ever had an affair. Lombard, you should be able to kill your wife's lover. You know what? When I was reading that accusation, I was like, that's fine. Yeah, 
Like, it's not like you shouldn't be able to, like, your wife should be free to step out on you, but the guy <laughs> that she steps out on you with, yeah, you're allowed it's to kill a crime him. of passion, just kill him. Yeah. Well, so that's like, so far the charges The are wife kind of, should be untouchable, this is what I'm saying. Right. Don't kill her. Yeah. Uh, no, she so far the charges are like, like, seem to stem from like first degree murder to like negligence that's haunting that person to right. this day or like accidents that are haunting that person um uh lombard accused of killing 21 members of an east african tribe admits to taking their food and abandoning them in the wilderness saying he did so in order to save himself yeah he's the only guy it's like Oh, yeah, that shit that the record said? Yeah, no, I did that. Yeah, that guy seems pretty bad. <laughs> uh, Tony Marson accused of killing John and Lucy Combs remarks that they must have been... Oh, yeah. So you think that one's bad? Uh, Tony Marson, he's like, uh, John and Lucy Combs. I don't rec- recognize those names. It might have been uh, kids I ran over. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I don't... Um, In the early days of cars, though, I feel like people were always running people over and being like, ah, it's no big deal. We learned that from the Gatsby's. That's what he said. He was like, uh, I don't think I, yeah, it might have been two kids I killed. But even then, he's like, like, he doesn't have a specific recollection. He's just like, I don't know, I've hit some people in my car because, like, people got to look out for cars. I feel like in the beginning of Cars, they were just like, hey, that's progress, baby. Yeah, you gotta and they break were like, omelets. no, it's on everybody else. Everybody else omelet. has yeah. to look out for cars. Even yeah. though, like, a car comes through this town, like, once a week, they should be looking out yeah. for it. Um, They're not respectful of uh, the technology. Time marches on, my friend. Uh, Mr. Rogers says he and his wife did not kill Jennifer Brady, their employer, an old sickly woman who died one night uh, when Mr. Rogers could not reach the doctor in time. But he admits they may have come into some money as a result of that death. Uh, These people are too forthcoming with the rest of the group. Well, they're drunk. Yeah, but still never admitted to a murder when I was drunk. Uh, Bloor says that he was a police inspector. He testified against a man named James Landor in a bank robbery case. Landor later died in jail, but Bloor insists that he was guilty. Armstrong accused of causing the death of a woman named Louisa Mary Cleese uh, denies knowing the name, but privately remembers the case. So we were it's third person omniscient. So we see him saying like, what was the name? Cheese? And they're like, no, it's Cleese. He's like, well, I've never heard of that. And then in his mind, he's like, oh, I remember. That's the woman I killed. Yeah. Um, Cleese was an elderly woman on whom he... Elderly, it's fine. He operated... This is the doctor, Armstrong. He operated on her, and he was drunk. Ah. And like he's like, ah, all the all the. That's why I'm afraid of surgery. <laughs> I don't think that happens as much anymore. But he's I don't like, know. he's like, ah, eh, it's like an old woman. I was drunk, and like all the nurses knew I was drunk, but like they kind of covered so up for me too. No, no, they were like, you know, oh, oh yeah. doctor, oh, oh, well, you know, she was old. And he's like, ah, eh, they all knew I was drunk. They covered for me. Those good old nurses. Only the dignified Emmy Emily Brent will not speak. Uh, uh, to the accusation made against her. So she's the only one with half a brain that's like, uh, I'm not going to say anything. Like, I'm not going to deny it, but I'm not going to give you any uh, I mean, the smartest person would be like, I'm going to get the hell off this island. 
So uh, Wargrave suggests that they leave in the morning as soon as the boat arrives. There's no boats on the island. They got to wait for the boat to come Swim. back. They got to wait for the boat to come back. All the guests but one concur. Uh, Tony Marston suggests that they ought to stay and solve the case. Mm. And to uh, uh, punctuate his good thought, he uh, takes a drink, chokes on it, and dies. Tony Marston, who killed the two children. Yeah. The, uh, so the worst guy got killed first. Yeah. Uh, and, that's, and that's how chapter four ends. Wow. Who do you think did it? I don't know. I you know the what Butler I'm, did it. I'm I'm still learning all the goddamn characters. Yeah. So I have this I was don't a even, mistake. <laughs> I don't even have an inkling. You know what though? All the characters are so unique that I think I am gonna learn them all. Uh, and they're gonna it's gonna dwindle. Yeah, until there were none. Yeah. Uh, so far, I'm loving the hell out of this book. It's really? very yeah, like. I'm realizing that this is the book that like so many pop culture things are based on, like the the predator, <laughs> the predator, uh, the episode where they go to the murder mystery and say by the bell, uh, like all these say. things, like <laughs> that's the only two that you could. Think I mean, of. those are my two cultural and touch points. And other ones, and other things. Uh, Gone with the wind. Yeah, um, but yeah, they. Uh, uh, I really like it so far, even though it's like kind of overwhelming to be introduced to so many characters yeah, so quickly. That's fine. But at the same time, she jumps right into the story. It's like, nope, we're on our way. Like everybody's on their Trains way. Trains and murder. Yeah. It's like we're not seeing them get the letter and see where they are yeah. in their day-to-day life. It's like, no, we're going to learn about their day-to-day life once the, the story's already yeah. you know, going 60 miles an hour. I like any story with a gramophone murder accusation. Yeah, and back then, that must have really been uh, a pain in the ass to, to get done. Yeah. Right? To get, like, a wax record yeah, made? exactly. I don't know. I think it's easier because uh, that's how they had to make all records. Like, yeah, when they true. were like, hey, let's cut this jazz record. It was <laughs> like, they play the song and we'll record it. And they were like, Cool. That's one copy. Now play the song again and we'll record it. <laughs> yeah. Do you think like in the in that little studio when uh when whoever did this was getting the record made, they were like, All right, well, you can't listen to this part. Like uh or, I think or the they engineer gave... was like, And you're rolling and then like the guy's like, you know Just uh, starts naming names. Yeah, you murdered the... What, what kind of a record is this again? Uh, just wanted to. This is just spoken word, I guess. Is okay. Uh, all right. Uh, sorry, sorry. I'll interrupt you. You, you, you. I'll start over. Uh, look, this is pretty short. Did you just want this on a forty-five? Is that all right? Uh, yeah. boy, Tom. Uh huh. My prediction. Okay. Is that more of these people are gonna get killed? Yeah, I think that's safe to say. And I think uh, they're all going to get killed by morning. Really? Okay. Because that's when the boat's coming back. I think this is like a true murder mystery where it's like everything happens that night. Everything One happens night. for a reason. Yeah. Stop drinking shit. That would be my first uh, yeah. piece of advice to all these uh, cretins. Well, R.I.P. Mr. Marston, Tony yeah. Marston. Yeah. Uh, we hardly knew ye. Yeah, but it sounds like he killed two kids and didn't really care. So, yeah. rest in hell. Rest in hell. R I H. Anything else to add? 
Well, what chapters are you going to read next week? Five to eight? Yeah, I think five to eight. I think the chapters are pretty evenly split, but I forgot to look. Okay. Well, <laughs> and, suck shit at this time. <laughs> one, I will post the 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 chapters for the yeah, weeks I mean, for like, people that we gotta, like to read along. Yeah, I know, but I the, think a lot of people they've don't, already missed their chance. But I think a lot of people don't read along, Tim. I think that they rely on this as a way to save money on books. That's true. All right. Like some people who just get the audiobook. The audiobook costs so much more money. Hey. Use my code. <laughs> uh until next week. Uh, this is Foxy Doxy. <laughs> saying rest in hell, uh, Mr. Marston. Suck an egg. T- Tom, what's your famous sign off? <laughs> uh, um there are a lot of lines in this that I can't repeat. <laughs> Really? Well, oh, yeah, the casual anti-Semitism. Yeah, I told you off, Mike. There's, yeah. I haven't run into the N-word in this book, but I've run into a lot of casual anti-Semitism. However, it is within a character's mind, so it's like that's what the character... And, it, you know, some of these characters are not good people, so it's not yeah, that... portrayed as something good or normal. It's like, this person's a piece of shit, and here's what they're thinking. I don't know. Whatever, who cares? Like, I wow. mean, I, I, look, who cares what I think is basically, no. uh, it's my stance on anything. Who gives a shit what I think? Yeah. Man, imagine everybody just took the stance of like, hey, who cares what I think? Some people could argue that's what got us into this mess. Yeah, nobody, everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next it's week. Free Foxy Noxy. <laughs>